Nice. So we talked last week very much about process and principles. Very important, very important stuff. Um, when you were believing God to answer a prayer. A lot of what we call prayer time is not prayer time. Um, yes, prayer is communication with God. But he hearkens unto his word to perform it. Those of you who've been around the word long enough to understand that. And scripture also says the angels hearken unto his word to perform it. So <clears throat> what I want to lay out in your initial thinking is this. How many of you on here can say there are things that you've been believing for for a while that have you have not seen manifest yet? That would be everybody pretty much. It's something that, right, it's something I've been believing for that I've been believing for for a while that I have not yet seen the manifestation of. So in flight, I've heard this term called a holding pattern. And that is if you're flying into an airport, the planes just can't come in and go for a landing. Sometimes they got to circle around. I don't know if you've ever been on a plane and they, they're they at the airport and they, you know, we're, we're in a holding pattern right now and there's congestion. And so they got to kind of circle around. Sometimes if they can't clear that airport, they'll make your airplane go to another airport. They'll literally say, well, you have to go into the next town and land because it's, it's congested here. Um, that holding pattern I would liken that to all these prayers that you have up there in the heavens, just circling you, but not landing. Going round and round and round. Sometimes you can hear it over you. Sometimes you don't even know it's there, but sometimes you can feel it. Who bears witness what I'm talking about? You feel like time is there, but just where, why isn't it landing? Because the instruction that it takes to bring it to pass is not you begging or calling out to God, is you activating his word so that his word can be the guidance of it. And you may say, yeah, that's your opinion to think. That's just to sound like some kind of thing. Well, scripture says faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Faith is the substance of the thing you're hoping for. The, I would liken the prayers hovering above you is the things that you've been hoping for, but there's no substance to it yet in the natural. It's just still deep in your spirit. I know it, I just believe it's God's will. I just, I just know, I just know, okay? Well, now faith has to give substance to that what you're hoping for. So I watch people, it's very interesting. They'll come to me and say, you know what? I was gonna do this, but then I've looked at this and I've looked at the way this is going and you know the times and you know the economic structure and the this and the that, and it just doesn't seem to da, 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 da. And so I'm just not gonna take that stand. Cool. 
wow, you just gave me a, a million intellectual reasons not to stand in faith. You just sat down and you just talked yourself out of a supernatural move because you needed everything in the natural to line up in order for that move to be a real thing for you. Faith is believing what God spoke to the exclusion of everything else that's contrary to it. Faith is believing what God spoke to the exclusion of every and anything else that's contrary to that. That means any thought, process, or reasoning that goes against what you heard is excluded. Now, put them in the realms again. That thing you believe in for that's in that holding pattern that I'm calling it is something you can't physically, tangibly touch. But the things that are speaking in contrary to it are the things that you can touch, see, and, 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 and experience almost on a daily basis. So now, what do you believe? Well, as the scriptures say, whose report shall you believe? Shall you believe what's right in front of you, poking you in the shoulder, or what you believe is coming in from the kingdom? That's a tough one. And the church will say, nope, you just believe what God says, but you got your senses fighting you on every side. Are you understand what I'm saying? Your senses, your, your quote unquote reality is saying, but if I don't do this by Friday, I'm gonna have a problem. Stay with me. I am going to take you somewhere today. I'm going to go over this Proverbs chapter eight again, not all of it, but some of it. Then I'm going to take you somewhere else. And what I want to show you is the process of what prayer is, is lining up with what his spirit is telling you is true, not what life and situations are telling you is true. Now, even though what I'm saying to you is fundamental, it's not because you don't practice. You, 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 that's true, Lord. You practice doing what you've been doing that doesn't work. That's what you practice. You practice saying the same prayers, the same tears, the same beg, the same frustration, and then you come up with the logic that, well, maybe it's just not God's timing yet, blah, 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 blah. But you don't practice what you don't understand, I guess is what I'm looking for. You don't practice what you don't fully understand or what, okay, was not totally familiar to you. So you have a tendency to only practice that which is what you already know. I saw a, 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 a meme this week, it says, Non-champions practice to get it right. Champions practice to they can, cannot get it wrong. You need to think on that a second. Non-champions practice to they get it right. Champions practice to they can't do it wrong. 
You practice it to there's only one way for you to do it and you don't know any other way. It becomes part of your DNA. It becomes part of your flow. It becomes part of what it is. There's a place that I need to get to and I am right now in deep, deep practice. But the place that I am, you can't knock me off of that. that I've been here for a very long time and I know provision. And you can't you can't get me to question provision on one side or another. You just can't. There's just no way you can get me to question that. I just, I know it as well as I know breathing. I don't struggle to pay anything. Now, walking with God is a relationship, children. Do you only pray? in times of need or do you practice the relationship? How much time do you dedicate to that walk versus your everyday walk in the world? You get up in the morning, you eat breakfast, you talk to your wife, you argue with your kids, you go to work, you have a good day, you argue with the boss, maybe you don't, you get along with a coworker, you don't, you stand around with the coworkers you like and talk about the ones you don't like, whatever the case may be, you have a routine. Everybody on this thing has a routine. Everybody does. You have a daily routine. Listen to what I'm about to say to you. That's practice. Whether you're calling that or not, it's practice. You are preparing for your future by what you do every day. Are you listening to me? You are preparing for your future by what you do every day. No, nah, 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 I don't want this for my future. Well, what do you do otherwise? If you get up every day and you go to that job and that's what you do and that's where your focus is and that's what you're doing every day, you are practicing to stay there for the next 20 years. That's what you're doing. That's your practice. Every day you go to work, you're doing something. Kwame, you do, you do going out now and you're doing physical work. Shell, I'm gonna use you as an example. You do maintenance, you work within the building system. When you first got there, you probably were scared or like or looking around like, oh my goodness, like this is a lot. I'm gonna learn all this stuff. But every day you go walk around and you follow people and you follow the procedures, you learning it now and that phone call come, it don't even freak you out, right? It's like, yeah, I know what that is. You just go this into that. It's practice. It's preparation to be better at what you do. And after a while, it's a flow. You don't even have to think about it. Okay, this person gonna call around this time and they're gonna have the same old complaint and we know we need, okay, we're gonna push them to the back and ignore them and focus on these things that's more important. And we're gonna circle back around because that that's that's an on. And, and when you first heard it, you thought it was like life, life threatening. Now it's like, eh, eh, we know how that goes. That's not a priority. We put that in the back. It's practice, babies. And what you're doing is you're practicing something that you are setting up for the rest of your life. Now, if you're not practicing the spiritual realm like that on a daily basis and pushing in and learning more and learning how to get through and learning how to break through, I watched, I literally freaked out for a long time about how the whole social media thing works. I remember introducing it to Nelly and saying, you really need to focus on this, you need to do this. 
And I remember her saying to me, sorry, Nelly, putting you on the spot. I remember her saying to me, well, with all the hours I work in the salon and all the stuff I got to do, I come home, I'm too tired to do that. I said, well, then you're going to work in the salon behind the chair for the rest of your life then. So just get ready for that because there ain't nothing else going to happen because this is what you do every day. What are you doing toward what you want to do? You're doing what you do every day and you develop the system and that's, is what, you, that's what you're doing. But you got to practice the thing that you want to be your future. With all your with all your getting, get wisdom. With that, get understanding. That's not something you just pray. God, give me more wisdom. That's something you practice. It says, with the wisdom, you get understanding, and understanding come from life experiences and practice. The scripture says that. Okay, you get understanding from life experiences. Now, from the word, no, said from the word, get wisdom, and with wisdom, get understanding. It says in 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 um, Hebrew, from God's word and life experiences. You practice it and you practice it till it becomes the norm for you. When, when the enemy tries to throw fear at you, you know what to respond to and, and what to get excited about and go, nah, yeah, yeah, yeah. He throw, he, he calls in with that junk every other day. We know what that is. We're just going to throw that on the back and we're going to go focus on this right here today. So I said to her, you better learn social media or you're going to be doing this forever and you ain't going to get rich standing behind a chair. It's just, there's no way. And, and, and listen to what I'm about to say. This is a business talk for a minute. Because standing behind this chair doing hair is not scalable. You, uh, if a business can't be scaled, I'm just I'm doing a little vision builders chat. If a vision, a business can't be scaled, it's not a business. It's an occupation. It's not a business. What she's doing now is an occupation. That's not a business. A business can be scaled. That means it can be duplicated. Well, if 500 people call tomorrow and say, I want to come to the salon, guess what? 490 of them are going to have to be rejected because she can't do it. It's not possible for one person to do 500 people here. So it's not scalable. So you need to be in something that you can scale in order for it to grow. This can be scaled. This can be scaled. That can't be scaled. Did that help somebody? Did, did that speak something to somebody? That opened up your mind? Now, if a business can be scaled, it can grow because it could be duplicated. That's what it means by being scaled. It can be duplicated. You can't duplicate yourself, but you can duplicate a product. Got it? A product can be duplicated. So a smart boss, go to Lindsay now. For years, we've been doing FIA, and Lindsay's wants has been at the helm of everything. She wants to control it all. And I'm a, I'm a, I'm a good yet very annoying business partner. I'm like, okay, well, good. Well, my bills are paid, so you know, go ahead, bump your head until you figure out. I, you know, I'm fine with it. As long as it's not affecting me, okay, do what you want to do. But now we have five employees and she's delegated that to now we can be scaled because those jobs that need to be done can be shifted off. What does this have to do with what you're teaching? You don't learn wisdom without experience. You don't have, you don't learn till you get in the trenches and are willing to let God change the whole way you view 
what you do every day. And if what you do every day is the same, fear stayed at the same money, struggling to get by thing for eight years. And in the past two years, we've accelerated through the roof because those principles start getting applied. You have to learn how to work outside of yourself. You with me? You sure? Get ready. Here we go. In the natural realm, everything that's being thrown at you is teaching you how to work in an unscalable fashion. You can't scale. You can only pray a certain level of prayers. You pray the same stupid prayer all the time. You freak out over the same stupid thing every time and you're not growing. But when you get before the council of wisdom and you get before God, then the angels come in and now he's, he's, those principles begin to get worked. And now it's not you doing it, but it's a covenant. Then you got a covenant of people that you find and maybe two or three people that pray with you for that next level, that push you to that next level. So when I'm in Florida, I'm always looking at what people are doing. Like you people hustle. This is a whole different type of world. So now I brought that hustle or that grind back to Lehigh Valley with me. And I said, no, I got to change the way I do fear and get out and go to events and meet people and shake hands and, and, and hear different concepts and different approaches, right? In the realm of the spirit, God's wisdom is infinite. It's solid. It's strong. It doesn't flip. It doesn't change. And it only functions on the level that you understand it. It only functions in the level that you study it. You can't be a doctor by praying. You can't be a lawyer by praying. You can't be a pilot by, you can't even drive a car by praying. You have to learn, you can pray to do it, but then you have to go practice and learn how to function in it. And if you don't function in wisdom and you don't sit before the throne, listen to what I'm about to say, all your efforts are limited and earthly. The interaction between God and you and what you're doing is limited and earthly, and you will never see a breakthrough. You will always pay your bills because you've learned that. You studied that. You will always be able to get food on your table and eat and then complain about if you're overweight or underweight. You do that. You got that. You've mastered that. But you will never see a breakthrough until you tap into the spiritual principles. So when I give you these whole breakthroughs about wisdom, how to get it, and you don't study, then what you're saying is, I heard that on Sunday. That was dope. That was a good word. Amen. But all week, I'm going to practice staying where I am and doing it the way I do it. You're limited and you will never break through because you cannot scale that reasoning. So what you do today, the better you get at doing it, find out what the top shelf of that is because that's as far as you're going. This is not what I plan to talk about today, but I really need to bring this home. You have to practice the spiritual realm. You have to practice getting wisdom. You have to practice getting understanding to is an open faucet that continually runs in your life. The thing you do every day is your preparation for your future. So look around you right now, 
Look at everything you do. Look at the people you call on the phone. Listen to the conversations you have. Listen to the arguments you have. Listen to everything you do. Pay close attention because I'm telling you right now, 10 years later, you're going to be right here. If you're not practicing or studying for what you want, you're not going into it. So don't come on here Sunday, just get a word, feel blessed like you, you, get, like you fulfilled your obligation to God. Okay, God, I came to church and I sent my tithe check in, so I'm good. Where's my package? You got your package. You're living in your package. This is your package. It gets no better until you start to sow into the wisdom necessary to take you to the next level. You must scale. You must scale. If it sounds like I'm fussing at you, not fussing at, well, a little bit. I'm fussing a little bit because I don't like lazy Negroes that won't say they want the best, but they do the least. You can't claim the best and do the least. Doesn't work like that. What's the definition of insanity? Or say it. I'm not, I, I know I can't hear you, but say it anyway. What's the definition of insanity? Right. Doing the same thing the same way and expecting different results. That's it. And even if your life is okay, I'm saying that okay is all it's ever going to be if you're not scaling yourself spiritually. Proverbs 8 says, start, start that first verse. It says, does the skillful and godly wisdom cry out? Does not skillful and godly wisdom cry out and understand and raise her voice in contrast in the street, right? In contrast to loose women on the top of the heights, all this I'm paraphrasing, in the pathway stands wisdom, skillful and godly, at the gates and the entrance of the town, and at the coming of God. Now, we went through all of this, right? But it says, in all you're getting, get wisdom. And with that, get understanding. Listen to me. In all you're getting, that means your job, your business, your 401ks, whatever you're doing, with all of that, get wisdom. With everything you do and everything, well, it's, it's work, I gotta work all day. Well, but what are you getting wisdom for? Because that's for your future. What you're doing now holds you up today. Jesus, Lord, help me say this to them. Because I remember when you showed me this and it clicked for me like, like, over, like over 20 years ago. Where God has you now, how many of you remember fighting for that? Praying about that? Crying about that? Fasting about that? and you're now there. And you think the next level just introduces itself. No, where you are now is your platform. God has given you a place of rest and security to hold you. Your bills are paid, your rent may be paid. I don't know if it's not. If it's not, then you got another level to get to. But my point is, every level introduces you to a, a, a season of security. And from that, you build the next level. You don't sit there. Don't treat the wisdom of God like it's a pill. It's not a pill. It's a practice. It's a study. It's, 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 a, it's a becoming. It's an emerging. 
right now, each one of you should be like butterflies in a cocoon. Everybody on here right now, you should be in the place where now I'm in here getting ready for the next metamorphosis. And that means while I have what I have, I'm going for what I'm supposed to have. I'm going for my next level. I'm building for it. And that's in getting wisdom and that getting understanding. Are we on the same page here? Are we on the same page here? Just like you're believing for it, the enemy is trying his best to keep you from it. You have opposition. You have opposition. We know that. I don't have to tell you that. I ain't going to turn this into the whole thing about the devil because I don't preach the devil. But we do know he's the enemy. We do know he's the accuser of the brethren. And we do know if, 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 you're, if you don't want to acknowledge it every day, he tells you what you're not worth. Am I right? So you know what you shouldn't have, what doesn't belong to you. Well, you got to fight to have this. No, you have to have wisdom to have that. You have to have guidance and direction to have that. I was like, wow, I understand something. I, I watch the principles of God. I watch how people struggle, but believe. Always looking for an opportunity to be used by God. Always looking for the opportunity, listen close to what I'm about to say, to apply what you get until it works right. Did you understand what I said? Do you need me to explain that? Who needs me to explain that? I taught you a word last week. I try to teach you a powerful word every week. I taught you a word last week. And that word I taught you about getting wisdom, understanding, and the poverty better than juries and riches and all of this. You heard it. It ministered to you. It blessed you. Where did you look for the opportunity to apply it, to apply it and see if it worked? Or if you knew how to work it? You heard the word. But where did you seek out the opportunity to test that? This is where true insight comes from. Not hearing the word. The scripture says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So all you get from hearing me say it is faith. And the enemy immediately comes as the enemy of the faith to take that word from you. You get a phone call the next day that is a phone call you didn't want. And all of a sudden, you're questioning everything you heard or forgot it. When you get that jewel, when you get that pearl of great price, you try to cash it in right away. You hear what I'm saying to you? You go out and look for the opportunity to see that work. I'm going to say something to you that some of you are going to laugh, but it's the truth. I never forget when I first got saved and I was, you know, you know, that new saved, the new found saved faith. And you just trying to be as everything, the Bible, Jesus, everything. You're trying to correct everybody's life. 
you think you got Jesus like in a way like nobody else does. And I'm reading the gospel and I was in Mark. And Jesus said, if you should speak to the mountain and say, be thou removed and not doubt in your heart, believe the things you said should come to pass, you should have whatsoever you say. And I went, speak to a mountain, make a mountain move. Okay, well, you said I could do that, but in my, in my young Christendom, I knew even without knowing, okay, I can't speak to no mountain to move no mountain. So I went to the park and I took a rock and I put the rock on the ground. I sat there telling the rock, move, <laughs> move. <laughs> and I'm, oh, oh. Really trying to move this thing, do some te telekinesis with my mind and move the rock. No, the rock didn't move. My point is, well, maybe it did after I left. Maybe somebody came past and kicked it and it went around and across the park. I was like, I just moved. My point is, I went out to practice it right away. I went out to put into practice what I heard. Maybe I, again, because I got wisdom, but I didn't get understanding. So I didn't know it didn't mean go to rocks to move around the park and float across the sky and no, it was, it, it, but it did mean take the opportunity to put to my faith works. Faith without works is dead. You can't stand here and listen to me and get faith. You think you are, you're fooling yourself. You're fooling yourself. If you're not going out and putting into practice these things, I'm teaching you some powerful stuff. And no, can't nobody make me question that. I'm laying some deep stuff down. You're coming, wow, that's deep. But I know you're not retaining most of it because you're not practicing it. And if you're not practicing it, ask God, how do I practice this? How do I put this to work right now? I'm gonna wrap up on this. I was on the phone last night at four o'clock in the morning, speaking to my boy, Corey. Now, Corey, He's doing what he got to do to get by. That's all I'm going to say. I'm not going to break down his business and stuff. I'm not putting it out there. Let's say it's not or legitimate stuff, okay? I remember when I told him I was moving to Florida, God told me to move to Miami. He cried. He said, I need you here. And he said to me, I want to get out of this life, okay? Well, this is how you live and how you going to do that. I don't know, but I know I got to. Okay. He went to a thing not about a year ago, not even about a year, not even a year, where he lost his place. He didn't know what he was going to do. He called me up. He asked me for some money. I mean, some decent money. I mean, not like a couple hundred bucks, a couple thousand. You know, I need some money. He said, I hate asking for money. I'm ashamed to ask for it, but I'm like, dude, dude. Dude, stop. This is for you and your family. Do what you got to do. He paid me back my money, just like he said he would, no problem. But I remember him saying to me when he was staying in this hotel, I want to live on that building now, in one of these buildings down here in Brickell. Now, Brickell's way more expensive than where I live. I'm giving you money to pay your bills right now. 
And you're sitting here telling me that I want to get the apartment in Brickell and I know God going to make it happen for me. Now, the average church person would go, man, you ain't even living all of the righteous ways you're supposed to live. But he kept talking to me and asking me questions about this wisdom stuff. And you're talking about this and how to seek God. And how do you tell me how you pray? And he would call me. He would want to stay on the phone. And he would say, I remember when I was you know, in college and you said this. And remember when you taught this? And remember this principle? And he's like recounting to me stuff that he's heard me say when he was, you know, 20 years ago. And he's saying, I'm practicing that now. And I never forgot this. And I never forgot that. By the end of this year, I'm going to do this and I'm going to have that place. Okay. Okay. He lives in a, near the penthouse now in Brickell, paying seven grand a month. And then he said to me, after I got my Beamer, I'm gonna get, yeah, I'm gonna get my, F, my, my M5 before these years out, I'm gonna get my M5. He called me the, last night and said, this guy came to him and said, listen, man, me and my wife are separating. Now we're trying to sell, get rid of stuff. I just want to get this car off of my hands. If you just take up the payments, like what happened with Kwame, just take up the payments, that's it. You don't even have to pay me the back money or nothing. Just, it's like a, a year and a half's worth of payments left. Just make the monthly payments is yours and gave him the car. Hold up. Hold up. He gave him an M5 BMW M package like me, top of the line BMW van. You just moved into Brickle a couple of months ago. Why am I telling you this? This brother is not. I don't, I don't know if he's been to church in the past 10 years. You're not the most spiritual churchy, but boy, he's practicing these principles. He's practicing them. He's calling. He's getting counsel. Well, Pop, what do you think it is if I do this and then this happens and this goes wrong? Did God make that happen? Absolutely not. What do you think it was? Well, you need to one, check your life. What's in your life that's opening that door? Two, are you being led by the spirit? Are you being led by your flesh? Do the, all right, all right, all right, all right. I like that. Okay. But what about this, though? I tried this, and, da, 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 and that didn't work. Well, that, come on, bro. That's madness. Stop talking like that. This is what the scripture said. You know what? I was just thinking about that the other day. I was praying. I, I felt like God said to me, just be still. And I kept trying to do stuff. And then he said, just be still. And then I remember what you said, black in such and such a time. And so I got still. And then at the end of the day, then the thing came through. And I'm like, you don't even go, you're not even sitting in the meetings every week hearing what's being said. And you got all of this stuff happening in your life. He says, well, what are you doing now? I said, I'm looking for a four family house. I want to buy a four family house. And then I want to get a 10 family house. Yo, you want to go into that? Yeah, so yeah, I'm looking right now. I'm in the process of that right now. Wow. You know what you could do to make money with that? Airbnb? No, no, no. They got these things with traveling nurses. And if you turn those places into residence for them, the government will give you blah, da, 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 da. And I looked it up and he's, he's spot on. He's sharing wisdom with me. But because I'm on the road, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I'm looking already at real estate. I got 
me an agent that got on the phone with me um day for yesterday and walked me through the process. And I got my agent. I've reached out to a couple of agents there. I didn't feel a piece. I called my niece Shosho. I remember Shosho. Shoshana is a, a real estate agent. She said, I don't have anybody in Florida, but let me get you in touch with my um, relocation department and connect you with the person in charge of that. And she'll get you the, the finance and the people that you need. And she called me and she sent all that up. Monday we'll be in the process and I'll be looking, I'll be purchasing my first four to 10 family house. I'm, I'll be doing that. That's, that's done. But as not done, cause I'm just confessing it. That's not done because I'm just claiming and believing and praying. It's done because I'm seeking the wisdom before the throne. I'm asking God for instruction. I'm sitting at his feet. I'm studying his word to show myself approved. I'm going over the messages that I preach to you, listening to myself, so I can be encouraged by the word that's coming out my own mouth. You have to practice this. So I'm gonna leave you with this. Whatever you practicing right now and putting all your attention and time into, see me in five years, you're gonna be right there. See me in five years, you're gonna be right there. Until you change what you practicing, how many ball players in the house? Shell, what you good at? The jump shot or what's your, what's your free throw? Is it free throw? Jump shot? What's your what's your power? Ah. You prayed about that or you worked on that? He said, I worked on that. Exactly. And you got on the court when nobody was there and tried it on your own and got nice as you could get with it. So when they show up on the court, I'm gonna stick it. Man, oh, you was ready for that. When you learn that, don't worry about it. I learned it, right? That's how it works in the realm of the spirit. You want to get them slam dunks, bro. You got to get along. Ain't nobody there but you and God, and you got to practice that sucker. I took a step in faith, and it didn't work. Take another one. Scripture says, as blessings when you go, Deuteronomy 28, as you leave, blessings when you come out, blessings when you go in. I heard Kenneth Copeland say, if you wasn't blessed when you went out, come back in again, go back out. I'm going to keep, is this a blessed coming and going? I'm going to keep coming and going until I figure out how and where I'm supposed to be going to see those blessings. This is the key to winning. Not coming here on Sunday and being encouraged by me. I'm not here to encourage you. I'm here to teach you principles that you and your monkey behinds practice until you get it right and you don't know how to do it any other way. Good people practice to get it right. Professionals practice so that they can't get it wrong. I'm teaching you the key to win. You do it until it becomes second nature. You do it till it becomes the only thing you know. Only thing I know right now is winning. Only thing I know right now is winning. And God is teaching me, well, right here, you're not winning. Yeah, I'm okay. Yeah, you're okay, but you're not winning. Ooh, you didn't catch that. You didn't catch that. I'm going to bring it home for you. You ready? This is, this, is, this is an aha moment for all of you. You ready? Stop confusing winning with one. 
what you won is not what you winning, it's what you won. You win the Super Bowl last year, that don't mean nothing this year. You gotta win it again. You can't live on last year's winnings. So just because you won don't mean you're winning, it means you won. I got an email the other day, a couple of weeks ago, asking me from the magazine that chose me to be influential man of the year of 2022. Could you recommend somebody for us for 2023? Right, because they looking for the next influential man. That season is past. My magazine is over and it's old now. It's, I got to do a new magazine. Well, we just they just did a new article on me. Well, my point is, that's yesterday's news. I'm winning. Don't confuse one with winning. Winning's an ongoing thing and it's an ongoing practice and it's an ongoing maturity, maturity and it's an ongoing continuing to do it till you get it right. Wisdom requires you to be an active student. Don't tell me you got wisdom. You got wisdom for that situation. That's one. But winning is ongoing. And when I get to 500 mil or 50 mil, then what's next? And I'm again, I'm not talking about for the money's sake. I'm talking about for my purpose, what I'm here for. I know what I'm here for. I ain't got to prove nothing to nobody. Those of you who know me know what I'm here for. I live to help other people reach their dreams and goals. That's what I'm put on this planet for. But you got to practice that. So now and I sit with and hang out with and eat lunch with CEOs and, and people that are people in powerful positions. Because I was trying to be that hiding in the office and never going outside. God was like, that's not wisdom. That's not wisdom. You need to go out. So Lindsay goes out all the time. She meets a lot of people. She she probably is like a 1999 all the time. <laughs> 3099, she's gonna be like going out like, listen, this is what she does. I don't. So when people say, well, you need to come out more. I said, no, let her do that. I want to be that person when you see me, it's exciting. Oh, you came out. Yeah. I'm like Charlie and Charlie's Angels. You're not supposed to see me regularly like that. But when you do see me, it's about business and it's about learning. And it's not about me hanging out and, and, and partying with nobody. It's about me being around people that I can get stuff from that I didn't know before and they can, and I can give them something that they didn't know before. And we cross pollinate. Are you with me sons and daughters? You have to practice this. Don't keep coming on here. You've been doing it for years. Did you listen to last week's message? No. Are you studying the messages? No. So you like a crackhead. You come in here just to get a fix every week. You like spiritual crackheads coming in, dragging in to get your hit to last you to the week. Well, that's fine. And I'll keep being here to give you what you need for the week, but it won't take you to the next level or the next dimension. It just won't. It won't. It won't. It won't. And as I become more and more unreachable, things are going to change. Get wisdom. And with getting, get understanding. Get implies that you have to go out and seek it find it and i'll end it with this again and then every chance you get practice it 
<laughs> every chance you get to, 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 to learn something new about his kingdom and walk with him, practice it. Practice it till it becomes yours, till it becomes habit, till it becomes normal, till it becomes who you are. This is what's necessary to win. So God's blessings to you all. Father, I pray that they hear this word, they hear the urgency of it, they keep it, they pursue it, they hunger for and thirst after righteousness, your word says, right standing with you. They hunger and thirst after it as the deer panther for the water, that they seek it as a vital need and necessity. Asking, seeking, knocking, that they may receive and understand and grow. Put a fire in us, make us hungry. In Jesus' name, amen.